Hello, everyone, and welcome to Let Go and Let God. Let go and let God always let him lead. Whatever faces us, he is all we need. Let go and let God show us the right road. Unburden our load, let go and let God. You're listening to Let Go and Let God. I'm your host, Art Siriano. I begin the program every week with a word about prayer because prayer is so important. Through prayer, we can connect with Jesus and through prayer, we can talk directly to Jesus anytime we wish about anything we wish to share with him. He does listen and when we are patient, he does answer. For too many years, I had no faith, and whenever I would try to get back into living a Christian life, I would fail miserably because I did not understand the need to have a relationship with the Lord and that we build that relationship through prayer. Thankfully, after a series of events, no doubt orchestrated by Jesus, I found my faith, and it is strong to this day. So if you're struggling with your faith, have doubts, or lack faith, please keep listening because together... We'll get you to a better place. On our last show, we spoke about why as Christians we need to be honest and how it is part of our faith. Today, we are going to switch gears and talk about something very different, and that is finding Jesus in others. Many believe that at one time or another, the Lord spoke to them, or they had some vision, or they experienced a miracle so profound that it changed their lives. Of course, some people would say that's crazy or that's impossible. But many Christians are more likely to accept the possibility of these events rather than to dismiss them. And for those that do, the reason is simple. As Christians, we believe in the presence of our Lord. We believe that when we pray and receive the Holy Eucharist, we have Jesus in our hearts. Then shouldn't this also mean that we can find Jesus in others? Of course it does. We've all experienced a time when we're in a shopping mall, a store, or a public place, and an elderly person walks past us and when doing so, gives us a warm, genuine smile. There is something about this person that makes them stand out, their appearance, their clothes, and that special smile. We feel a slight feeling of amazement come over us as we wonder briefly about this person and possibly even why they smiled at us. Was that person Jesus? Could that be possible? The truth is that no one knows, but I think that it's not only possible, but more likely probable. No, perhaps not in the literal sense, but it could be that the presence of the Lord was so significant in that elderly person, it stood out and that warm, genuine smile was almost as if it were from Jesus himself. In the Bible it says, Matthew chapter 5, verse 16, In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Here we are told that when we have Jesus in our hearts, we can shine before others, and when we are kind to others and do good deeds, we are giving glory to God our Father in heaven. Finding Jesus in others is seeking the good in others, seeing the compassion they provide, watching them with those they love, and witnessing their bond with the Lord by them going to church, praying to the Lord, and how they live their Christian lives. 
the more we develop the ability and practice of finding Jesus in others, the better chance we have of finding Jesus in ourselves, helping us live a better Christian life. We can find Jesus in those we love as well as those who are complete strangers to us simply by how we interact. All we have to do is to look to find Jesus, and soon we will, because Jesus is present in all of us who have invited him into our hearts. Understanding the concept of finding Jesus in others is another important part of living life as a Christian. Talking more about the concept of finding Jesus in others gives us a slightly different perspective on our Christian faith. In a way, we are seeking to find Jesus, but rather than in some majestic way, a simple method of searching for him in others. When doing so, we soon find he truly is everywhere. Watching a mother embrace her child, seeing a young couple holding hands as they walk through the park, seeing volunteers, spending time with those living in a senior citizen's home, and more. We soon discover that by implementing this concept, we can find Jesus everywhere and almost in everyone. Jesus truly is present in our lives and finding Jesus in others shows just how present he is. The first song I'm going to play today supports today's theme because when we find Jesus, what do we want? To be with him. And when we are with him, when we feel him present in us, we lead much happier lives. The song is called, I Walk With The Lord. In the verses, we hear how difficult life can be when we choose to go it alone without the Lord. And then in the chorus, how much better life is when we walk with the Lord. The words in the chorus are, I walk with the Lord, he shows me the way. I trust in him, he hears when I pray. I walk with the Lord, I cherish each day. So adored, I walk with the Lord. Please listen now to my song, I Walk With The Lord.
Listening to Let Go and Let God with your host, Art Suriano. If you would like to learn more about me, email me your questions, or listen to the music you are hearing on these shows, go to my website at www.artsuriano.com or find me on Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, iHeart, or Apple. That's www.artsuriano.com. As we continue talking more about finding Jesus and others, there are a few areas of how this concept can tie into prayer. For starters, we can pray to Jesus to ask for his help to find him in others. Today, we all lead extremely busy lives, so busy that often we do not see clearly what is around us. We don't see Jesus and others because we're too busy to notice. Pray to Jesus and ask him to help us not be so preoccupied with our lives and to be able to take part in the world around us, in essence, to smell and stop the roses. We can also pray to help us find Him in others when we seek Him out. We have to learn what to look for and to appreciate it when we see it. Using the examples from before, when we see that mother embrace her child, take a moment and watch. See the interaction and the bond between mother and child, the love the mother has for her child, and the joy they both have when they hug each other. When we notice that young couple holding hands, walking through the park, witness their love for one another. If we pass the seniors complex and observe those engaging in conversation with the seniors, possibly helping them with some of their needs, think and take notice. Look at those seniors and how delighted they are that these volunteers came to help them. All of these experiences are about finding Jesus in others and through prayer, we can ask Jesus to help us. Lastly, we can pray to Jesus to ask him to let others see him in us, to make us more welcoming, generous, compassionate, and willing to help anyone in need. In the Bible it says, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1, Therefore be imitators of God as beloved children. Here we are told that as Christians, we are to be disciples of the Lord, spreading the word and doing his works. In essence, we are imitators of God, for we are his children. And as many of us copy our parents' actions through learned behavior, we too must copy the love and compassion of our Lord. Pray to Jesus and ask him to help us be good disciples, helping to lead others, do good deeds for others, and be good role models for others, not in a conceited way, but rather humble, yet allowing others to learn from our Christian behavior. 
Pray to Jesus and ask his guidance and to lead us as someone who is demonstrating his presence to others. Finding Jesus in others is a powerful concept that we can pray on often, for it has so many benefits. When we learn to see Jesus in others, it changes so much in our daily lives. Frankly, if more people would learn how to use this concept, there would be a lot more peace in the world with much less hatred and violence toward others. So as you go through your week and pray, ask Jesus to help you practice this idea to find him in others. The more you do, the more amazed you will be with what you find. Finding Jesus in others is an extraordinary routine in living life as a Christian. Talking more about finding Jesus in others, once we learn this concept and how to use it, we quickly see how it changes us because we become more aware of our actions. Are we being kind to others the way Jesus wants us to be? Are we making time for those who seek out our help or our company? Are we following the commands of the Lord the way we should? And are we properly demonstrating to young people who look up to us how we should live as Christians? Yes, we can learn a lot from finding Jesus in others, and hopefully from that, many people can learn much from us. The next song I'm going to play today is a fun, jazzy song called Water Into Wine. The first miracle Jesus performed was when he attended a wedding in Cana along with his mother Mary and his disciples. During the wedding, the facility ran out of wine, and Mary told Jesus they have no wine. At first, Jesus replied to her, Woman, what concern is that to you and to me? My hour has not yet come. But Mary, being persistent, was able to convince her son Jesus to intervene. She went to the servants and told them, Do whatever Jesus tells you. He ordered the servants to fill the containers with water, and after doing so, he then told them to take some to the head waiter. Without knowing where it came from, the head waiter, after tasting the wine himself and being delighted with it, said to the bridegroom that the banquet facility had departed from the custom of serving the best wine first and was now serving the best wine last. This was the first miracle that Jesus performed, turning water into wine. The song you're about to hear called Water Into Wine tells the whole story of the wedding at Cana and the miracle that Jesus performed. I hope you enjoy the jazzy tune and arrangement. Please listen now to my song, Water Into Wine. Peace. 
You're listening to Let Go and Let God with your host, Art Suriano. If you would like to learn more about me, email me your questions, or listen to the music you are hearing on these shows, go to my website at www.artsuriano.com or find me on Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, iHeart, or Apple. That's www.artsuriano.com. According to the church calendar, today is the 19th Sunday in Ordinary Time. In today's gospel, we hear that after praying, Jesus returns to his apostles by walking on the water to their boat. They are amazed and Peter asks if the Lord wills it, could he walk on the water toward him? Jesus says, come. While walking toward Jesus, Peter begins to get scared and suddenly starts sinking. Jesus stretches out his hand, saving Peter. He then says to Peter, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? The gospel ends with the apostles saying, Truly you are the Son of God. In this story, we learn that when we doubt Jesus, we drift away from his protection, just as Peter did, causing him to sink into the water. The psalm for today is Psalm 85. Lord, let us see your kindness. In the psalm, we hear how mercy and truth have met together and the salvation of God is brought to his people. In writing the music for this psalm, I chose to use the ancient text along with an upbeat rhythmic composition and arrangement. Please listen now to my version of Psalm 85, Lord, let us see your kindness. Increase 
You're listening to Let Go and Let God with your host, Art Suriano. If you would like to learn more about me, email me your questions, or listen to the music you are hearing on these shows, go to my website at www.artsuriano.com or find me on Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, iHeart, or Apple. That's www.artsuriano.com. Each week, we conclude with a special message or story from God's Corner. This is titled, An Acrobat, a Wheelbarrow, and a Challenge of Faith. Can you imagine a tightrope stretched over a quarter of a mile and spanning the breadth of Niagara Falls? The thundering sound of the pounding water, drowning out all other sounds as you watch a man step onto the rope and walk across. This stunning feat made Charles Blodden famous in the summer of 1859. He walked 160 feet above the falls several times back and forth between Canada and the United States as huge crowds on both sides looked on with shock and awe. Once he crossed in a sack, once on stilts, another time on a bicycle, and once he even carried a stove and cooked an omelet. On July 15th, Plodden walked backward across the tightrope to Canada and returned, pushing a wheelbarrow. The Plodden story told that it was after pushing a wheelbarrow across while blindfolded that Plodden asked for some audience participation. The crowds had watched and oohed and odd. He had proven that he could do it. Of that, there was no doubt. But now he was asking for a volunteer to get into the wheelbarrow and take a ride across the falls with him. It is said that he asked his audience, Do you believe I can carry a person across in this wheelbarrow? Of course, the crowd shouted that yes, they believed. It was then that Plodden posed the question, Who will get in the wheelbarrow? Of course, none did. Just think of those people who, even after witnessing proof before their eyes, still doubted Plodden. Yet think of the many who, with only their faith, are able to believe in God. Well, that's all the time we have today on Let Go and Let God. You'll find me every week right here on this podcast channel. Reach out to Jesus this week and pray. Talk to him now and talk to him like he is your best friend. There's nothing you can't tell him and he does listen. Get to church and start building a relationship with the Lord. Have a blessed week and I look forward to seeing you all next week right here on Let Go and Let God. Let Go and Let God.
Let go and let go.